Welcome to The Lorraine Murphy Show. If you're anything like me, you want a successful, abundant business, epic energy, a growth mindset, vibrant health, and beautiful relationships. And this podcast sets out to help us achieve all of that together. I've been in the entrepreneurship arena for almost a decade now and have mentored hundreds of other business owners. So I know what goes on behind the scenes and what it takes to succeed. This podcast shares the tips, tricks, learnings, and lessons I lean on in order to blend the different facets of my life as an entrepreneur, author, wife, and mama to two gorgeous little humans. Let's jump in to today's episode. Hello, welcome to this week's episode. Very excited to have you. And it seems that my episode from last week, which was all about the little nuggets of of comfort that I share with my mentees and my Bull Darling group when they are on Struggle Street in their businesses. Uh, it seems that that was quite well-timed from a few messages that I got. So it's always nice when I have a bit of an, an inkling as to what listeners might need or want to hear at any particular time. And yeah, when, it, when I come up with the goods, it always feels really nice. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. It's always so nice to hear your thoughts on episodes. So thank you to everyone who reached out after last week's episode. So this week I'm actually doing Q&A, Ask Me Anything. I haven't done one of these for ages. I probably think three seasons ago I did this the last time. So I love doing them. It's always fascinating to see what questions come through. And yeah, it's like, yeah, it's almost like listeners do do the, the thinking for me. I just have to show up and answer questions, which is super fun. So I had quite a broad scope of questions. So I'm going to answer some around uh, the business, my business, uh, the glow, lots of questions around the glow up, and then some things around family and new moms returning to work. So yeah, I'm going to dive straight in. So the first question I had was, can you please introduce your new staff and also your business structure? So this is pretty simple because my team is not huge. So as I shared on socials and I've mentioned on a couple of episodes on here, I have hired a new operations manager, Sam. So she has been with me for almost a month now. God, that's flown. And it's the weirdest thing. It's like we've worked together before. We've both talked about it. It's just, yeah, straight away, just like instant trust. She's got me. And what I said to her and what I said to the, the six people that I interviewed for that role was success for me from this role looks like I don't have to look back. Like I just blast forward doing what I need to do. And I know that someone else has got all the detail gripped up behind me. And that is what it feels like at this point in. It feels really, really, really good. And there's just lots of similarities. Our birthdays are a couple of days apart. Uh, Her daughter is two days older than Wilder. There's, yeah, there's lots of little synchronicities and coincidences, which which is, is really cool. I always think that's a little sign from the universe that, that you're in the right place <laughs> when, when you've got those things with other people. So Sam is, she's actually based in Tasmania. And so we work remotely together. And then the other person on my core, like head office as such team is Cara. So Cara is based in the Philippines and she is our VA. So she manages things like putting together the audiogram, audiogram for the podcast each week, setting up all the emails. So Cara works very, very hard during launch time because there's so many emails going out and things to keep track of and content to load and schedule and all of the things. So yeah, it's Sam, me and Cara in, in the core team. And then I've also got quite a big, brilliant crew of creatives. So in that group, I've got Stacy, who's my graphic designer. So any of the programs I create, my Lorraine Murphy logo, 
uh, any playbooks that you might see me create. That's all Stacy's brilliant work. And then I've also got Greg, who's photographer and videographer. And then there is Zoe, who manages the bowl. So Bowl Darling is built in Kajabi. So Zoe manages the, the Bowl Darling site. And then, oh, there's more people. There's Lyndall and Rachel, who are the team who manage the podcast. So yeah, there's there's quite a kind of broad group of people that I just tap into as and when I need to each month. And so yes, that's the core team. And then in terms of the model, it's... <laughs> I am so happy to answer this question because it's just, it's so much simpler than it used to be. I remember I was on a trip to Bali. It was when I hosted a retreat in Bali back in, God, when was that? 2018. And my business model I worked at, I had 17, one, seven projects either in the works, active already, or that I was wrapping up. It was just fecking insane. So it's really, really cool that my business has, and this has been a yeah, four-year process to really simplify it, identify what works, identify what's what's my sweet spot in terms of how I can serve my audience and and the, how, how I can serve in a way that I feel really lit up and really excited about that. So in terms of my model, so you may have heard me speak about this before, the pyramid model. Maybe I should do an episode on this at some point. So I, it's essentially an ascension model. So if you think about a pyramid, the fattest part of the pyramid is the bottom. So it's it's like a, it's, it's the right way up. It's not an inverted pyramid. And then on the very bottom tier of that pyramid, if you imagine that pyramid sliced into, into tiers, the bottom tier of that is the free of charge tier in a business. So for me, in part, as part of that tier, it's the podcast, it's the emails, and it's my Instagram. So that's how you can access me essentially for, for free. And then for my business, then the next tier up is my books. So my books retail at between 30 and I think $33. Step into you is the most expensive one, $33. And that is, yeah, so you can access my thoughts, <laughs> uh, my, my, my body of work on, the, on that second tier up. Then the third tier up within my business is Bold Darling. And that is $450 a month plus GST. So that's the, the, the membership fee that, that members of Bold Darling pay as, as, as part of the group. So that's the third tier up. And then the fourth tier up for my business is my power quarter mentoring. So that is three months with me, three months of power where we start with a two hour intensive session. There's also some pre-work. Then we do a follow-up accountability call as well in that first month. And then month two, then we have two mentoring sessions, two weeks apart. And then in month three, we've got another mentoring session and then a wrap-up report, which I describe to my mentees as it's like a scorecard. It's, it's like a, a, a school report card, but way less patronizing and way more built around your, your growth and your, your opportunities and where I see you really uh, having a huge amount of opportunity. So that's Power Quarter Mentoring. And that's, as I said, that's to work with me for three months. And then the very top tier, so the pointy, pointy, pointy bit of my pyramid is my annual mentees. So they're people that sign up to work with me for the whole year. And I only, <laughs> don't know why it never occurred to me to do it before, but around December, November, December last year, I was wrapping up with a couple of mentees and one of them has been, I think she had done four back-to-back Power Quarter Mentoring blocks with me. And she'd been part of a mastermind as well with me. And I just said to her, look, do you want to just like 
lock in the whole year together next year. And I was like, oh, she probably won't want to. And she's like, yes, that'd be great. So I went, okay. So I went away and created like an annual program for her. And then five other mentees wanted the same. So this year, 2022, I've got six annual mentees who I work with for the whole year. And, and I love that. That is, I say this to them and I mean it with absolute love and joy and gratitude. It's like putting on a really comfortable pair of shoes. Like when I get on the sessions with them, it's like, okay, yeah, we're off. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's really, really cool. And, and I got really organized. So when I was in Spain in July, I created my, my 2023 plan for the business. And part of that was, was another annual mentoring program. I've called it my magnificence program. And there's only eight spots and four of them are filled already. And that's where we're now, third week of September. So <laughs> incredibly grateful for that. Um, and that's very much invite only. I will only invite someone onto annual mentoring if we work together before, because I just want to make sure that I can really, really add value for, for an entire year with someone. So that's my business model. It's very, very simple, which I'm very, very excited about given Yes, the, the 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 endless different revenue streams and ways to work with me that I used to have. It's very, very clear. It's very clean and it builds on itself. I used to have like three different pyramids because I had my corporate speaking. I had my uh, female entrepreneurs, like that whole kind of stream within my business. And then I had the other stream, which was females who weren't entrepreneurs. Maybe they're professionals or they're on a career break. So this just feels very, very clean. And I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, okay, so that's answering that question. Thank you. Another question. Oh, several questions about the glow up. Very interested to hear more about what's happening. I had one of my mentees message me about it today as well. Like, what's happening? So I promise I will reveal it next week. I was actually going to announce it this week. And then I realized for quite a few people, it's the first day of school holidays. We'll just have had the public holiday in in what are we calling it a day of mourning for Queen Elizabeth II so I just said look it's just there's too much noise this week I'm going to announce it next week so I promise next Friday's episode will be dedicated to introducing you to this glow up concept I'm really really excited to share it it's got it's got a vibe all of its own I'm really 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 excited I'm like smiling from ear to ear <laughs> as I'm talking about it uh, another business question. So I've, I've grouped these into kind of rough headings. So we're still in, in business right now. Someone asked, what is the part of Bold Darling that you love the best? And oh, this was such a tricky one because there's, there's different, I love different elements for different reasons. So quick, quick kind of heads up on what Bold Darling is. So there's the quarterly planning day. So that's every quarter I get together with a group. It's the first Thursday of the month and we review their previous quarter. We do a, a really cool check-in exercise on where, where their life and business are at. It's like a, like a life audit and business audit. And, and then we plan the quarter ahead. So at that point in the day, then they've got their, their five key rocks. If, if you've never heard me talk about planning, you'll be like, what the hell? So there's five quarterly rocks that they have locked in. They know exactly what they're going to do. They know exactly what their KPIs are. And then we do get shit done time, which is an hour to two hours, just depending on how much time we have, where it's full accountability. And you've got to say, okay, this is the one thing I'm going to work on for the next hour or two. And then it's heads down, like just get it done. Um, so that's the quarterly planning day. And then each month, then I have a masterclass uh, with the group. We have an expert uh, come and, and talk to us about that that we've got a, a monthly theme. So this month, for example, is profile and influence in Bold Darling. And my masterclass was very much focused on, I think it was like seven or eight steps, how to build your profile as an expert. And it was super practical, super hands-on, 
re- I really asked the group to iterate as, as we were going through and, and, and take action as we went through. And I think that's one of my favorite masterclasses I've done within Bull Darling, actually. It was so good. I really, really enjoyed it. The team, the group was so, yeah, just so on. You know, when a group is really on, it feels amazing when you're presenting to that. And, and then, Tomorrow we have got, as I'm recording this, we have got Julie Masters, who is one of my besties and is also an incredible entrepreneur. And essentially she did for speakers what I did for social influencers many, many, many moons ago. So she started the first speakers agency in Australia, has built a number of really top shelf speakers careers, has now become a speaker herself. And she talks on the topic of influence and how we can build our influence. So she's our expert in in the session tomorrow. I'm so excited for the group to learn from her because she's incredible, absolutely incredible. And we've also got our Facebook group, which essentially is is the water cooler for Bull Darling. And so, yeah, I'm trying to think what my favorite bit. I love the quarterly planning days because I love that clarity that people get and that massive momentum from that get shit done time. It's just, it's amazing. I wish I could bottle that feeling and just sprinkle it on people <laughs> during the, during the quarter. It's, it's really quite amazing. And, and I do love, I mean, I love the masterclasses because it's my chance to really pass on all the lessons that I've, I've hard won lessons that I've had over the years. And, and I love the experts and getting the access that I get to the, the incredible ex- experts that we have. They're all people that I trust and I lean on in my business and my life. So, to be able to, I guess, open my little black book with those experts is really cool. And I love how they build on the points that I will have raised earlier on in the month. So it feels very, very cohesive. So so yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. Love that one. And so moving on. So I've got quite a few questions about my glow up. So if you're not familiar with my glow up uh, and you're not familiar with the term glow up, it's essentially a, a zhoosh, whether it's a kind of a physical, mental, emotional zhoosh. So a bit of a an overhaul, an upgrade on multiple levels. And if you haven't listened to my previous episodes when I talked about my glow up <laughs> project, I have just finished feeding Wilder and it just feels like a the close of a cert, of a particular chapter in my life. And it was obviously sad closing that chapter, but then I'm so excited at the same time because was pregnant for for nine months, then had a baby in the middle of lockdown, and have been breastfeeding. I have a baby who refuses refused the bottle, and so yeah, I was pretty. I don't want to say tied. I don't like the connotation that that creates, but but him and I were very closely linked for fourteen months. So. Finishing feeding felt like a re- it felt like a really good time for him and I. It was it was very seamless weaning him, and I just felt like okay, it's been I think I worked it, it was two and a half years of being pregnant, um, recovering from birth, breastfeeding, of course, navigating lockdown in the middle of all that, and we've had a, a huge amount of impact from COVID in our household because it's it it, it pretty much. Uh, resulted in in my husband Wade having to close down his business because it was just untenable that the business model that they had, which was sending university students to developing countries, was untenable in in COVID post COVID land and the fallout of COVID. So it was a very very tumultuous couple of years for us as a family. Huge amount of change, and yeah, I just felt like okay, um, I I want to glow up now. <laughs> I love it because it's it's a play on grow up. I looked into the the kind of background of the, of the 
the phrase. So yeah, the glow up has involved some things around health, some things around finance, some things around physical appearance. Um, and yeah, just that sense of rediscovering me again. And it's, I've just entered a new era as, as a mom. And I think also as a business owner as well. So uh, I have quite a few questions on, on the, the glow up and, and how I'm finding it. So someone asked a great question. What was your favorite glow up task to do first? And this is a funny one because my favorite is, is underwear, like going and buying new underwear. And I've, I've washed all my, my nursing bras, my nursing activewear. It's all ready to be donated. So I was really excited about going and getting new underwear. Like just, that's a real, if you've, read my step into you book or tuned into any of my, my previous content around masculine versus feminine energy, the stepping into my sexuality episode, that underwear, underwear is really big for me, like having really beautiful matching underwear, whether Wade's going to see it or I'm the only one that's going to see it from, from one end of the the day to the next. And it's really, really important to me. So I had planned a, an underwear shopping spree and I went to my, my favorite store where I kind of go and do get get underwear from and there just wasn't anything you know when you're so geared up you've got the cash in your bank account you're like right let's go and there just wasn't anything and I tried one thing on and I was I tried on a few things and one of them I was like yeah this is okay but I've got this real thing when I'm shopping I have to be really excited like it has to be like yes I'm so excited to wear this so yeah I came home and Wade was all excited and he saw my 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 empty hands walking in the front door and he's like what happened so yeah, the underwear need, needs a second a second go with the underwear shopping spree. I, d- I didn't get to that. But something I did buy was new activewear because I had two activewear outfits that I bought. It was when I did 75 hard when Wilder was 12 weeks old. And it was just, that was kind of a mini glow up, just getting back into exercise and post COVID and as in post lockdown. And yeah, those two outfits are like worn to death. They're both feeding friendly they're a little bit baggy because obviously I had some more weight on me when, when I had those leggings when I was wearing them. So they're just, they're just a bit stretched. And so, yeah, I bought three new activewear outfits. I'm so excited. I got this beautiful blue set from Lorna Jane. I had a couple of vouchers for Lorna Jane. So I got that. And then I've ordered two outfits, which just arrived this morning. My little reward after doing this podcast episode is to go and open it up. So yeah, I got two, two outfits from Jagged. They've got such a good deal. That you can do mix and match three things for $120. And I got one outfit from them, um, what when was it? About six months ago. And it's really nice. So yeah, I'm very, very excited about that. I've got three beautiful activewear outfits. And I swear I do better exercise when I'm feeling like I'm wearing nice activewear as well. <laughs> it's a little fitness hack for me. So yeah, I think the underwear was meant to be my favorite. Next to that was the activewear. But I have to say the other thing has been finding this PT. So my friend Stace recommended a PT to me. Uh, I was working with another PT earlier on this year, but I just found I wasn't very consistent. It was quite cardio-based and it was also out in the park and we trained in like a little, I don't know, a pagoda? Is that what you call it? Like those little circular structures in the middle of a park. And teenagers would probably have been drinking there the night before and it was just a bit yuck. A couple of times it smelled a bit like wee. I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm too, too much... I'm a princess for this. So um, yeah, I found this new PT and I'm not doing any cardio with her. She basically said, just keep up your walking. That's really, really good cardio. And we're doing two strength sessions a week. So I see her on Mondays and I see her on Fridays. So two sessions. And she sent me a program now to start this week. So I'll do one body weight 
session on my own at home as well. And so, yeah, we're just doing strength. She sees me and she's got her own studio at the back of her house, which is like so beautiful. And this is the shit that really excites me. She's got, (laughs) she always has doTERRA oils diffusing. So it always smells beautiful and the gym's really clean and just orderly and, and she's gorgeous. She's 46. And I'm like, I want to look like you. So if I do what you tell me to do, I'm going to look like you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the plan. So I'm just loving that. I feel like strength is a whole new world for me. I did an Insta reel about it earlier on this week. If you want to see me working out, check out my Insta. And yeah, I'm just really loving that exercise. I'm starting to feel strong. Like I'm in week four now and I did yoga this morning and we're doing, oh, if you know yoga where you do, um, boat pose, Navasana, and then you kind of lie back flat. So using your core strength, you you lie back almost like flat. Your back goes down, your legs go down, and then you raise yourself back up again into Navasana, into boat pose. And I'm shocking at that normally. Like I've pretty much, I mean, I can't even blame it on kids. Like I couldn't really do it before I had kids either. And today I could do it. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. And something I love about my PT as well is that she says like we don't do dedicated core exercises really she's just constantly she gives me little cues to switch on my core so my core is always on so my entire 45 minute strength training workout it's my core is always on so I think that's why I'm seeing such a difference in my core which feels really really good and particularly after carrying a 4.3 kilo baby (laughs) very excited to get my core back and and then the other thing I really love about her as well is that we start every session with mobility and stability. So we don't just fling ourselves straight into doing workouts. She she really warms me up as well. So yeah, I'm I'm raving. I love, love the PT. It's it's made a massive difference. I'm really excited about it. Uh someone else asked, which glow-up tasks are you putting off? And do you ever put anything off? Lots of question marks and exclamation marks. Yes, I do put stuff off. <laughs> I find I put off decluttering. So part of the glow up is just clearing, clearing space in the house. I'm sure you listening have your own kind of hot spots in your house that drive you mental. So mine have been the pantry was an absolute disaster zone. So I did a massive job on that in week one of the glow up, which just felt amazing. And the other one, which, oh my God, this is like, honestly, one of my worst tasks in our house. Lexi has this art box, which is It's like one of those big plastic tubs that you store stuff in with a lid that you buy in Kmart or Target. So she's got one of them. It sits in the bottom of the pantry and that's where she keeps all like her pencils and her markers and her stickers and her glue sticks and scissors and all of the things. And basically she brings, so she's a prolific artist. She's very, very creative. She's an incredible, she's so good at drawing and painting and so on and sewing. Like she just makes a lot of stuff at school. So she brings them home and leaves them on the kitchen table. And then every evening when we clean up, we just take the whole stack of stuff she's brought home and just drop it into the art box. To the point that after four months, the art box is overflowing and Lexi can't even access her pens and her scissors and all the things anymore. So finally, last weekend, I was like, Lexi, we have to deal with this. Like, we have to deal with this. So her and I just pulled the whole thing out, emptied it, sorted it out. Oh my God, it was so satisfying. So that's dealt with. Um... The other thing I tend to put off as well is just health stuff. You know, the things that you know are important, but they're not urgent. So for example, cervical screening, I was meant to get one before I got pregnant with Wilder and I didn't want to get one while I was pregnant with Wilder. So I finally went and had that done a few weeks ago and that was all clear, thankfully. So yeah, just things like that. My next thing on my list is a skin check. That's actually on my admin list for today is to get that that booked in. And and the other thing is finances, not so much business finances, but personal finances with Wade. And, and I think the reason is that 
we're actually very good at putting time into like do our weekly planning and but it just feels like we have such limited time together and the planning kind of meeting in commas time that we have tends to go on planning that we don't really get to the finances unless of course there's kind of a burning thing that we need to focus on like we bought an investment property earlier on this year and for any of you who've bought a house, you know, there's a lot of admin involved in that. So that obviously forced us to get organized with finance and get really clear on that. But yeah, the finance stuff is something that I do tend to put off. So to answer your question, lovely listener, I 100% put stuff off. <laughs> and someone else has asked for my glow up. So as part of the glow up, I'm doing 75 hard again. And as part of 75 hard, you stick to a diet. So there isn't a 75 hard diet. It's more just whatever you choose to to kind of adopt for the 75 hard duration. And mine has been no sugar and no gluten. So I haven't had any sugar for, hmm, how many days am I on now? I'm just opening my 75 hard app. I'm on day 23. Yeah, I'm on day 24, actually. So yeah, I haven't had sugar for, for that long and I have a very sweet tooth. So that is a challenge. So I'm allowing myself to have a little bit of honey, a little bit of maple syrup and a healthy sweet treat that I love is I make my own chocolate. It's so good. Lexi helps me make it. We make it in about five minutes. It's so easy. So I get uh, roasted macadamias from the source, which is like a bulk food place near where we live. And I just chuck a handful of those in the bottom of a baking dish that I've lined with greaseproof baking paper. And then I mix um, macadamia butter and it's, I've tried all the nut butters, but macadamia butter, it's just so luscious and creamy and so good. So good. Uh, So I mix macadamia butter, coconut oil, cacao powder, some vanilla essence and some honey. And I mix those together. I heat them and mix them. And then I just pour it over the macadamias and sprinkle some sea salt on top and then just put it in the fridge. And then I slice it into squares and pop it into a jar. And that that is my sweet treat for a whole week. It's so good. I love it. So yeah, that's my sweet treat. The other thing I made last weekend was I made a chocolate sauce with some uh, butter, honey, and cacao powder and a little bit of water. Just heat that in a, a pan on the 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 stovetop. And then I whipped some cream and served it with some strawberries, sliced strawberries and sliced banana. And that was so good. That's a really good dessert as well. So yeah, I hope that helps. Of course, everyone's kind of version of a globe is going to be very different. So that, that works for me. I think the no sugar thing has been really, really good. Just as a bit of a reset, I kind of got to get, I can get a bit mindless about grabbing a couple of squares of dark chocolate. I love like 70, 85% dark chocolate. So I can get a bit mindless about that. So I really love doing these breaks from it because it's just a reset. It's a, it's a pattern interrupt. It's a complete habit reset, which, which I think is very important for me. Okay. So that was the glow up questions. Now we are moving on to the miscellaneous section. And and this was a really smart question. This is from Amy. And she said, when you're stressed, what's the first thing you let go of? So is that eating good, exercise, time with weight, etc.? And I thought this is a really good question and it forced me to really think about it. And I think for me, there's a lot of things that are already baked into my calendar, like business time is baked in, like my mentoring, for example. That's not the thing that goes. My exercise is booked in at the start of the week. So that's not the thing that goes. Um, and obviously, obviously kids <laughs> can't really opt out of them very easily. So they, of course, always going to show up for, for what they need and, and what I need to, to, to look, what I need to do to look after them. So I think there's probably two things that go. 
The first thing that goes is time with friends. So I can pretty much pick how stressed I am or how full my calendar is with how long it's been since I saw a friend. So that's definitely the thing that goes. But what I found really, really good over the last two, three months, it's just planning things in like recurring things with friends. So my friend Leela and I go for a walk every Monday evening at seven o'clock and I don't even text her to check that we're still going. It just, we just start walking. <laughs> I'll message her, say, hey, I'm leaving now. And then she'll say, okay, I'm leaving now. And then we meet, we live about what, 10 minute walk from each other. So we walk towards each other and then we meet. We don't even like, we don't take our phones. We just say, okay, I'll meet you, meet you um, on your, on your side of the road or my side of the road. So I think just planning those things in, and I think Stace and I need to get a weekly thing in as well. We're quite good about getting a weekly walk in, whether it's at the weekend or early one morning. I walked with her yesterday morning, but I'd love to just actually want to say to her like Tuesday mornings, do you want to just like, let's lock that in again? Cause that's, that's really good. So I think the, the first thing that goes is time with friends. And the second thing that goes is, I'm not going to say time with Wade, because of course we live together. We've got two kids. We mostly work at home together during the day. So we have a lot of time together. But what goes is the, I call it light time, light versus heavy. So maybe I need to change my semantics, but the heavy thing is, you know, the logistics and the planning and the, okay, who's picking the kids up tomorrow? And, you know, like yawn, you, you, if, if you've got kids, you, you know, this, this, this pattern, or this, this kind of routine. And actually, even if you don't have kids, you know, who's cooking dinner tonight? Who's, who's organizing your mom's birthday present, all that kind of thing. So it's the, it's the light stuff. It's the fun stuff. It's the romance stuff. It's the quality time together. The, it's the feeling lit up together. So that, that's the thing that goes, I can get very, very into my masculine energy, which is all about go, 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 go. And that totally screws up the polarity in, in our relationship. If you're not familiar with this, check out my book, Step Into You, because I talk a lot about this. I've got a whole chapter on it. And because he's in his masculine, obviously he's a male. And then I'm so in my masculine because I'm hustling and trying to get all the things done. And that's really challenging for our dynamic. And, and <laughs> the second question Amy has asked, what do you do to get back on track? So honestly, for us, it's sex. And when we have sex, it's just that it just immediately creates that polarity in, in our relationship. And it's like we make love and it's like the next day it's glitter and rainbows sparkling all over the house. And, and yeah, honestly, that's, that's the big one, but that's really challenging to get to that space where I want to be, you know, I, I feel like I want to be open and I'm connected and I'm receptive because feminine energy is very receptive. Uh, it's, it's a big stretch to get there. And, and I, I think what really helps me is getting dressed up and going on a date together. That helps me get in my feminine energy as well. But the other thing it's, it's having a really nice date night at home. It's a really beautiful slow cooked meal or like a dinner ladies. We had a brilliant date night at home a few weeks ago and we had dinner ladies lasagna. We shared a bottle of organic red wine and we had the best sex afterwards. It was so good. <laughs> and it's just that slowing down. Like I actually, I don't drink much at all, but a couple of glasses of wine or a glass, a really good glass of red wine it really helps me drop into that, ah, that space. And so, yeah, probably TMI in that, that particular response. But, um, yeah, I think just like anything with getting back on track, it's just being kind to yourself and just saying, okay, fell off the wagon today. 
what's one small thing that I can do to kind of get the spiral going back up again before I kind of descend into more of a negative spiral. So yeah, what's, what's one little thing that I can do to get myself back on track? I like asking that question of myself. And there was a few questions around family. So someone has asked, what are my tips for new moms? And God, I have so many. First one is be kind to yourself. Uh, and I think there's so much pressure to be like perfect and keep all the balls in the air and all of the things. And, and I think being kind to yourself is, is so important. I also think giving yourself space and time to heal. And I thought I was healed a week after giving birth to Lexi. And nine days after having her, I spent an entire day shopping for a bridesmaid's dress for my sister's wedding. I mean, honestly, with Lexi in tow. Holy crap. And, and I just went way too hard with Lexi. I was at, um, I was at a, an award ceremony that I created with my team as it was my business, one of my business revenue streams back then. I was at that when she was 10 days old. I went to an award ceremony as a finalist with 1500 people when she was two weeks old. I had one of my team babysitting her in a hotel room upstairs in the Star Casino. I mean, just, oh, and then we got on a plane when she was five and a half weeks old to fly back to Ireland and we traveled uh, Ireland, UK and Italy for eight weeks. I mean, honestly, what was I smoking when I look back? My God. So Wada was a very different, I was very, very intentional. There's a brilliant book if you're expecting or you've got a friend who's expecting your sister or you've just had a baby, really recommend it. It's called The First 40 Days and it very much draws on, I'll pop a link to that in the show notes. It draws on uh, traditional Chinese medicine and it's a really, really beautiful philosophy around it. And it's essentially just trying to stay home for 40 days. I didn't do the full 40 days, but it really gave me a reframe when I was pregnant wilder as to what I wanted postpartum to look like this time around. I wanted to be a lot more quiet, a lot more spacious and just have time, time and space and give myself a chance to recover and heal and, and rebuild myself after giving birth and also bond with this beautiful baby. Uh, I didn't think I would get as much space as I got because he was born at home on Friday morning and the next night at I think 6 p.m. lockdown started in Sydney and lasted for, God, how long were you in lockdown for? Three, three, four months? So yeah, there was nothing. All the things I really wanted to do, like join a mother's group, which I'd never done with Lexi, just catch up with friends for coffees, just do baby yoga. I've got this real sense of grief that I never done baby yoga with him in those early, early months because there was just nothing the mother's group was over Zoom and I was like, that just sounds horrible, like horrible doing that over Zoom. So yeah, any of you who gave birth in one of the two lockdowns, I just want to send you love because it was, it, I, I think probably for you too, it wasn't the the maternity leave that that we expected to have. So there's definitely a lot of grief, I think. Not, not a lot of grief, but I'm, I'm sad that we didn't get to have the, the maternity leave that, that I had planned for us to have together. So I think just giving yourself space and time to heal is a really, really big one. And also just getting and accepting help. Like if someone says, how can I help? Like just tell them, just, just take the help. You know, there's, there's no medals for doing it all by yourself. And people want to help and you know, actually getting the chance to add some value and take the baby for an hour so you can go have a shower, or have a sleep or drop a meal over or yeah, anything. Take, take one of your, if you've got other kids, taking one of your kids off for a play date so you can have a bit of quiet time when the baby naps. Just take it, take all the help that you can get. And congratulations if you're a new mom, of course. 
Now, someone else has asked, M. Barb has asked, tips for returning to work after maternity leave. I'm feeling all the feels. Oh, my love. I get it. Totally get it. So I think a lot of my kind of thoughts on this is related back to what I just shared for new moms. A lot of, a lot of it's the same. So being kind to yourself, <laughs> but making sure there's lots of nurturing in there for you. The, the output when you're looking after a family is very high, but then also going back to work is like your output is even higher. So just thinking about what's, what are the inputs that you can put into yourself to make sure that your tank is, is adequately filled up in order for you to, to take on the, the requirement of, you know, the, the, the output requirements of work as well as, as the mumming and all of the things. And another thing I would say, and I don't obviously have any visibility on what your care situation is, but just feel free to check in with caregivers. So I know when Wilder, Wilder just started daycare three weeks ago. And of course then did two days of daycare and they didn't go back for like three, well, he's there Mondays and Fridays, didn't go back for like a week and a half because he got an ear infection. So he's finally back at daycare now. But yeah, just call him. Like I know his first day I called him just, as, I was worried about him sleeping in a room with other babies if he'd be okay because he's not used to that. Shares with Lexi, but other babies is different and a different setting and all the things. And they're like, yeah, he's fine. He went to sleep. Totally fine. I was like, okay, great. So yeah, just giving yourself permission to call yourself, call daycare, or call, call the nanny or, or, or family members who are looking after the baby if that if that's going to make you feel better and give you more peace of mind. And and the other thing I really wanted to say is is to trust you and your baby. You've got this. You're a team. And trusting that, that you've got them and, and they've got you and... The other thing I would also say is to create some kind of time during the week. I don't know if you've gone back to work full time or you're going back a couple of days a week or what, what your situation is, but creating a day or a half a day or a morning where you still get to do the things just you and, and your baby. And I think just maintaining that thread of being off work and, and maintaining that now that you're back at work, I think is, is really, really great. I've talked a lot recently about I used to have Friday was my day with Wilder. And I've swapped it now to Wednesday and I much prefer that. Wednesday was always my day with Lexi. It was Mama Lexi day right up until she started school. And I really rate Wednesday. And interestingly, when I posted on Insta about it, quite a few of my uh, audience came back and said, yeah, I love Wednesday too. It's it's just a really good pattern. It's, it's a really good rhythm for me because Monday, Tuesday, it's like, yeah, go hard at the business. Wednesday then, really nice step change, getting more into, I guess, a feminine dynamic like feminine energy like it's my mom day so I'm actually recording this while Wilder's asleep because I normally do podcast into podcast recording on Tuesday night but I was just knackered yesterday um for various reasons so I am doing it today when he's having a sleep but today's just my day with him and it's also my mom day I've just done some admin I did an interview this morning I've committed to <laughs> I'm sure I'll talk about it later on this year but a pretty massive seven-day personal development retreat later on this year. So I did the interview for that, for example, this morning while he was having his morning sleep. I've got my list and my mama list. I have every Wednesday of stuff around like school tasks and ordering, doing a couple of online orders for food. Um, yeah, organizing like a doctor's appointment for Wilder. Like it's just like those mom things. I just love clearing those on a Wednesday. And him and I went for a big walk this morning. We try and go to a different playground every, every Wednesday. We, I, <laughs> he just goes along for the ride. And, and yeah, and then this afternoon we'll do a bit of decluttering. Lexi's wardrobe is my next procrastination station when it comes to decluttering. So it's just that really nice step change. And then tomorrow then back into the business and on Thursday and then again on Friday and then we're into the weekend. So 
for me, and I would just say this to any of you listening who are trying to get your head around what your week is going to look like post maternity leave and how you want it to, to look, how you want it to, to feel and serve you. I would very much advocate for Wednesday. I think it's a really, really good day. If I did two days, I'd do Wednesdays and Fridays. That would be really good because I think Monday, Tuesday, you get momentum for the week ahead. And then Wednesday, a bit of a kind of step change into mama mode for the day. Thursday, tie up loose ends. And then Friday, then have a cruisy day into the weekend. That's that's how I want to angle. I want to orientate things next year. That's my plan. And the other thing I wanted to say as well is just get get help. <laughs> I'm a big fan of dinner ladies when we need it. I like to cook from scratch and eat organic and all of the things. But if I'm heading into launch phase, for example, or when we'd just gotten back from Ireland from our big month in Europe in July, there was a dinner ladies order that was booked to arrive on the day that we got back. Just any way that you can take that pressure pressure off yourself, I, I would really recommend that. And bare basic, and I know I'm speaking from a place of massive privilege here, we have a cleaner every two weeks get a cleaner if you haven't already got one. It honestly blows my mind when I'm doing mentoring or talking to my ball darling group. And there's people who don't have a cleaner, like people who are running successful businesses who are still cleaning their own house at the weekend. I mean, it just, it just makes no sense to me. Like that is such an easy task to outsource and it creates an income for someone else who'd be really grateful for that income. So yeah, dinner ladies, cleaner, Whatever you need to do, do a bag wash at the laundrette every now and then if you need to. Just just get get that help. And good luck. <laughs> I hope it's a really beautiful, seamless transition for you and your family. And also an exciting one for your career, like getting back into work again. Uh, someone has asked our current family dynamic. Lexi starting school, working from home at Wade, etc. This is an interesting one. So what is our family dynamic at the moment? God, I just feel it's quite full. We have made a lot of plans for... The remainder of 2022. And I said to Wade, he messaged me about something today. He's like, Hey, can I go to Brisbane to watch a fight in October? I'm like, uh, no, because it's mid launch. And also there's so many little things creeping in. I feel like we've got scope creep going on. Each of us is like, can I just do this thing for a day? Or are you okay if I'm here for this weekend? And yeah, I just said to him, we need to sit down on Sunday morning, get our calendars out and just look not just at the week ahead, but the whole next three months, because I feel like we're both saying yes to stuff from the other one and we're going to look at the calendar at that time and go, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did I commit to doing this? So, so yeah, the, the, the family dynamic is feeling a bit full for the end of the year, but also really exciting. Like it's all really exciting, upbeat, cool things, which is great. I mean, how lucky are we? And in terms of family dynamics, so Wade mostly works at home. He goes to an office in the city, maybe one or two days a week. He's there today. And then otherwise, yeah, we're working at home together. So I I get precedent on the office. So if I've got a one-on-one mentoring session or a podcast interview or my bull darling group sessions, then then I get precedent because I've got the lovely backdrop. And uh, so yeah, I'll I'll work in the office. And then if I'm doing kind of deep work, um, we'll be here side by side in the office. And then he goes to Canberra. So his his team is actually based down in Canberra. So he's in Canberra. I'd say three weeks out of four, he's down there for at least one night a week. And so, yeah, that's him. And then Lexi is already at school. So she started school and in Montessori when she was three, just over three. So, yeah, we we kind of started early into the whole school thing. And she's really enjoying school. She's She's really, really loving. She's missing her best friend. Her best friend just moved overseas a few weeks ago. So that's been a bit of a an upset for her. But um, yeah, she just loves school. She really enjoys it. And then Wilder is at daycare Mondays and Fridays. And then we've got our beautiful nanny on Tuesdays and 
Thursdays. So that's nice because I'm normally I'm working from home unless I'm seeing a mentee in the city. So I can see him when he's having his lunch and just have a little cuddle and, and all that kind of thing. So, so yeah, that's our family dynamic. I don't think it sounds very exciting. Sorry. <laughs> I wish I had something a bit more juicy for you, but, but that's it at the moment. All right, my dears, I am going to wrap up this episode. This has been really, really fun to do Q&A. And I just also want to say as well, like, please always ask questions. Like, just drop them through to me on Instagram. I am very, very happy to to answer those questions, you know, at any at any time. Don't don't wait for the next Q&A session, um, Q&A question to come up. Q&A episode to come up, I should say. So I will be back next Friday and I promise I will be sharing the glow up with you then. I'm really, really excited to, 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 to do it and talk to you about it next Friday. As I said, I just didn't want to launch it this week when there's just so much going on. It feels like a very busy week and, and, and it won't be happening until October. So plenty of time. You're not going to be missing anything. Um, if you're kind of got plans for the next couple of weeks, so don't, don't worry on that front. All right, my dear, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a lovely day ahead. And I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for being part of this week's episode. It was remarkable to have you. I am always keen to hear your thoughts, questions, ideas, and suggestions for future topics for the podcast. So please get in touch on Instagram. My handle is at Lorraine Remarks and through my website, LorraineMurphy.com.au. If you're enjoying what I'm putting out here, please do rate, review or subscribe to the podcast so more people can find out about it and we can build this special community. Or even better, do all three. Chat to you next week.